You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we break down your favorite Bravo shows in 30 minutes or less. Uh, And we just watched New York, um, but we are going to cover two weeks. We took a little break. I had work travels and it was just life. So, um, you know, New York I just want to say I love New York as we're seeing like they're already setting it up where there's there's going to be more than one storyline unlike this stupid dog in Beverly Hills. Um, and there's a lot of like twists and turns. We're already seeing maybe previews of Luann and Bethany kind of fighting. We might see Ramona and Sonia. Um, but, you know, going back to two weeks ago, uh, really, I think the most important thing was the gangster lunch. <laughs> What did you, uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, I've never done themed lunches based on the location I'm in. Like I was likening this to like going to the Hill and I, in St. Louis, anybody from St. Louis, the Hill is like great Italian food known for possibly having some mafia involved. Um, but like, I wouldn't like dress gangster to eat there. I mean, I thought it was really funny. And the fact that no one else really got the memo. Uh, made it even funnier and one other moment worth talking about that I can't believe you forgot to mention this Abby is the makeout that Sonia had it was so random though it was like (laughs) I mean the girl like literally walked up and then left what I thought was interesting is like Sonia acted like this girl was like dropped dead gorgeous oh I loved it and I'm not saying she's ugly but I think Sonia had some beer goggles Oh, for sure. But anyways, going back. Yeah. To but that was your original question. Yeah. But that kind of blew my mind and I want to give Stonia's make out a little moment. But I thought it was hilarious. And Dorinda's outfit was the furthest thing from gangster. Um, the pink hair. Did she have like cut out shoulders? She like had like a, a cold shoulder, like Adidas top, which I was thinking yeah. like, oh, that'd be really cute for like wearing after like a bar class. <laughs> but it was so funny. I mean, I do think and Dorinda, I feel like, is trying a lot harder than Luann is to repair their friendship. I do think she should have apologized over the Giovanni comment because it was obnoxious. But I do see her trying, especially in this week's episode. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think, like, for both of them, it's... I think Luann feels like she was the one who was maybe more wronged than Dorinda. And Dorinda's like the denier and Luann's the minimizer because Dorinda's still hurt about John not being invited to the cabaret. And Luann's response back to that was, we're not even going to talk about it. So I think if you're not going to talk about that night because you're over it, then the Giovanni thing needs to be done too. It's like, you can't have it both ways, Luann. So you can't minimize someone's feelings for being upset 
for not including someone on the night of the cabaret. Um, but then you're still going to be upset over that piece of, uh, you know, of her being up, you have her heckling you basically while on stage. That's very, very well said. I completely agree with that. I also think it's odd that she's so mad at Dorinda. Uh, when, if you look at what was said in the reunion, Dorinda didn't really throw too many digs at her other than saying she was disappointed, you know, that she thought they were better friends than, than they were based on what happened. But Ramona was the one basically implying that Luann's been, was drunk all over New York when we're finding out from Barbara, Barbara, that she wasn't. Yeah. I feel like Ramona and Luann are definitely frenemies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they have this like thing together where when they're good, they have like good times and good jokes and where they're bad, they're bad. But I feel like at the expense of Dorinda, you especially saw it in this week's episode. Like, I feel like Ramona was, like, eating it all up. Like, laughing and giggling at every oh. little thing Luann was saying at the dinner. Oh, God, that dinner. We need to go. We need to touch on that soon. But that was a little bit towards the end. I want to cover uh, Tensley. So I feel like she was kind of like the under, like, not to say underdog, but like the dark horse of the cast. I really didn't think she'd make it this long. And I'm really starting to like her. Um if for nothing else, like she just kind of puts it all out there. Like she was talking about like getting while well, getting Botox in her jaw for like grinding her teeth at night. She was like, also um, my forehead moves. So we need to stop that. I don't want to look surprised ever. Um, which like, I think everyone's forehead's supposed to move. Isn't oh, it's supposed to move. I would never, I've not gotten Botox, but if I were, I'd want some movement in my forehead because I think it's weird when people are surprised or scared or upset and their forehead does not move. I, yeah, I agree. If I did get it, I'd get it in my forehead. I don't think I would go below eyebrows only because um, I do know someone, and I'm just going to say this because everyone's like, oh, you know, you never hear about it happening. Um, I do know someone, it's my older sister's friend who had paralysis on half of her face from, ah. and it wasn't like a bad doctor or anything like that. She was just like, you know, the 0.01%. So just a little PSA, like it can, can go wrong. <laughs> I do think of the Kim Kardashian crying emoji, you know, when she cried and she's crying and her forehead doesn't move. That's what I think about yeah. um, with Botox and forehead. But she was funny. And I love that her mom now has like a confessional confession now. I, we need Dale. I mean, God, she's great. There are a few moms that I feel like are just meant for Real Housewives. Marge Sr. is one of them. Dale is definitely one too. Yes. She is so great. I like, um, you have a note about this, but while they're getting... Botox, how she says we like fake. Yeah, God love her. She's like, we like, yeah, she doesn't make any apologies for who she is and she shouldn't because Dale's wonderful. Um, Not at all. I thought, I kind of felt like watching this episode that it would have been a great Vanderpump dog. Yes. I know we're over the dog, but I was like, this would have been a great little crossover episode. Would you Does have like cross your mind at all? peed your pants if they're like, and we're giving away Lucy, Lucy, Juicy. Oh, like, oh I think God. I would have been like, oh my, I would throw my remote. But, um, yeah, I honestly would love it. it I mean, it would be hilarious because it would, it would be really so funny, unexpected. Actually. Uh, but no, I, I think that would have been a great crossover. I also, um, I was surprised at how much Bethany showed with the grief, grief therapy and how much she let be revealed. I, I am too. I mean, Bethany, I think we've known over the years, she is like, she is what you see. She's an open book. Um, it's, she's open book with a lot of 
personal things I feel like I feel like there's something she's not as open about but I feel like when it comes to her stuff that she's dealing with she opens up and it it was heavy I feel for her and I don't know it was really heavy watching it it was um I think like the saddest part too is when she said the only way I got off the ride is because he died like it was like God, like, that's so, like, you've been trying so hard to, like, get this person to be better. And the only way, like, I think she probably said there were moments, I'm sure they had conversations where she had said, if you don't start cleaning up, you know, the drug use, I, I, I can't be involved in your life. Um, and that's just sad. The only way that it really got resolved was, unfortunately, he passed away. Yeah, no, I agree. I, it is. But she seems to be in a much better and happier place. Um, I did, we're going to talk more about this, but cause it's on topic. I did see Bethany, um, a couple weekends ago, she was in Kansas city at a home and garden show, which is super funny and random, but she is fabulous. She is what she, you see, but the guy on the show that she's talking about that she's going on date with dates with, uh, is her current boyfriend and she is looking for a home in Boston where he's from. So I just want to put that out there she's our girl's happy yeah she's found love which is great um someone who I don't think has found love is Tensley no I think like super awkward the def- were you did you think like you know like when she was being so defensive and like, being like we are in love and like well really she didn't say we were in love but she was like basically implying everything is really great um uh, it reminded me of Luann and Tom like and they all were kind of saying, like, Luann had blinders, too. Like, we've had these conversations. I just, I think, I don't think they're going to end up going down the aisle. But I think, I think it's time for Tinsley to realize it's not going to happen with Scott. I feel, no, I agree. And I'm pretty sure they're not together, like, to this day. I think they do end up breaking up. Um, I, yeah, I'm with you. I wish that Tinsley would just answer the questions I think it hides her insecurities in her relationship like Bethany was pointing out like they're not asking her absurd questions here I mean she's been with a guy for at that time was two years I think it's very natural at that point in your relationship on whether or not you're going to be walking down the aisle and her reaction was really weird and even her comment about how she can't relocate because her brand and image is not in Chicago I kind of laughed I'm like because you're not a socialite yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind <laughs> of Chicago. Well, and he has tons of money. So I feel like I, there's other I'm guessing he doesn't want her in Chicago is my thing. Um, yeah, I thought that was so weird. And also, like, I feel like every time you see like major cities, it's like New York, L.A., Chicago. So I think she could extend her brand to the Midwest. But um, I mean, she would do great. <laughs> I would like her. We're Midwest. I would do. Um <laughs> But yeah, I think one person who is extending themselves as the world's most gracious host is Dorinda with Luann. I cannot get over the way Luann was acting. Oh my gosh. Luann was ridiculous and extremely entitled. And it was comical, though, watching it. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed every second of it. But the shark room, like whatever the room is called. I mean, yes, it's hideous. (laughs) I'm sorry, Dorinda, but it's ugly. It is. But like... But it's a bedroom. You sleep in it. I the could, lights go off. Yeah, I was like, why are they acting like, I mean, do the fish, like, glow in the dark? I, <laughs> I feel like you turn off the lights and you go to sleep. Um, I mean, in years past when they've stayed there, they've all been so drunk that they probably didn't even notice. But maybe with her sobriety, Luann's just not going to be able to go to bed knowing a shark's above her. I don't know. It's weird. 
It was it was really weird and how she stormed off and everything was super dramatic. I did laugh when um when Luann called Bethany Madam Bethany. <laughs> Uh, because she gets a room, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Well, um, next week's gonna be good. I though. can't I'm wait. I'm so excited. I really can't wait. Um, it was so good, uh, and I'm hoping that next week we somehow move past the dog on Beverly Hills. <sighs> One could hope. Like this season has been such a dud. Like I want. I almost feel. Vic, like what's the word I'm looking for like I want to write Andy Cohen a letter on behalf of everybody America on how <laughs> awful this season has been because it honestly kind of pisses me off we were well we were <laughs> lied to I mean that's the thing like don't tout this and they were all going on watch what happens live and it, this was all being played out on different like media outlets before the episode had even aired the first one and it was like this is just going to be an insane dramatic intense season and I mean aside from this dog it's been it's been lame um I it's been so lame I did love uh Denise's wedding though I mean Denise is maybe the only thing I've enjoyed from this season I would agree the wedding was crazy I thought the infinity flower on the back was a little distracting (laughs) for me not for me the romper dress walking down the aisle to heavy metal like I was like you know what you go girl like you do what you want to do and you could give 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 two shits on what people think about I think for a second wedding it should be like that I think you should just say f tradition this is the second wedding I'm gonna do what I think is a representation of us because I can tell you I got married in the Catholic church because I grew up Catholic my husband Kevin grew up Catholic and we have gone back to that church four times one was for someone else's wedding, two were baptisms, and one was because it was Christmas. So clearly, like, we weren't doing something that was, like, really showing us as a couple. Um, yeah. So, like, go out, do it outside, do it to heavy metal, show those great <laughs> legs off. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. It was awesome. But how do you feel about this came up in this, this episode this week while they're opening gifts? Denise and her husband, Aaron, are opening gifts. Second wedding, should she have gifts? What's your take on that? Personally, I don't think so. I don't think so, but I actually, I went, attended a second wedding, and I did get people, pers- uh, the person I gift. Part of it was I never attended their first. Um, I think it just fair. depends on the situation. Um, I don't think, like, you register for the, the second one. That's true. That's true. Um, That's a good point. But I don't know that I would have brought something also because I mean, maybe it's like a rich people thing. Like they just like to give each other nice gifts, but, but don't, anyways, don't I forget to funny. Venmo. I love that. They're like, just Venmo me later. You- yeah. I, I love that. Also. I mean, I'm pretty sure Bravo paid for their wedding gift. <laughs> oh, for sure. Most definitely. Um, but so like, yeah. So two weeks ago, basically the highlight, Denise got married. Um, we get a little, glimpse at the end of Dorit talking about you know she's like oh my god PK it's leaked and I think we all were hoping that it's the fact that they owe people bajillions of dollars yes what the hell like I'm gonna go on a soapbox for five seconds New York those women own their shit everything's out there these ladies need to take note and own their shit. Okay, I'm off my well, soapbox. So but it drives me crazy. I've been really team everyone else, not team LVP. And I will say, we've had fans uh, tell us that they think Dorit leaked the article about the puppy because she'd much rather have the attention on that 
than on the fact that they owe so much money and they can't pay people. And I'm starting to think maybe it could be true. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. I'm conflicted. So something came out. We got shared an article today just to give you all more context that Radar Online apparently has come out and said that Lisa did not leak the article, but a housewife did. Yeah. I don't know. Housewife question mark. Maybe Dorit. Yeah. I don't know. It's good. I mean, I don't, it's, I don't know if it's going to play out. I mean, maybe not till next season. If LVP comes back and tries to kind of like, I don't want to say redeem herself, but defend herself. Um, But it was, um, this episode was kind of hard to watch because I feel like leading up to it, um, it seemed really fake. Like the whole spinning thing and Teddy's thing about like true friends show up. That seems so scripted to me. Like I bet they filmed that like seven times. (laughs) Yeah. It sounded like a little too perfect. Like she had that one liner, like she had to think it up. Like, I'm, no offense, Teddy. You're not a one-liner. You're not a Bethany Frankel where shit just rolls off your tongue and it becomes it's posted on T-shirts. Like you had to think about that a little. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I wonder too if part of the whole, I, I feel like the whole like trying to like convince Kyle to join their side. It felt that felt like uncomfortable. Even though she, I mean I see why she ultimately was like yes I've known her to possibly leak things and I don't think her hands are clean and all this. Um, and I get why she went over there to try to tell Lisa that everyone was talking about it. I just, her approach was horrible. Um, but I don't think it warranted the response she got from Ken. I thought Ken was completely out of line. What if the leaker, this is just coming to my head right now, is Kim Richards or Brandy? Oh, my God. Because they make an appearance this season, and they both not like Lisa. V. I don't know. You are a <laughs> fucking genius. I don't. I don't know, but that would make a lot of sense to me, especially Brandy. Oh, Brandy would totally. Why have we not thought of her? Oh my god. I, oh my god. V. If this is right, I we need to figure out a way to like leak this and I be mean, like we called it first. Steak, you need to buy me a steak dinner. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Oh my God. That's... But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. But that I was just thinking about it. Like how else would they get in there on the show? That would be really interesting if that was the case. Oh my God. Now I'm like, if this comes out in this season, that, that will redeem the season. That would make up for the whole dog ridiculousness. Um, but so anyway, uh, let's hope and pray people that puppy gate moves past us and we're done with it. But it, it looks like we have at least, one more episode of it because LVP is in the previews. So, you know, she's going to talk about it. Oh yeah. She's definitely going to talk about it. So we, the episode, like you said, after the weird brunch, Kyle then feels that she needs to, I hate to use the word confront because I don't know that that was her intent, but she wants to talk to Lisa about it. It ends up being confrontational. What is your take on all that? I think, so I, I think she went over there. I really do think she went over there with the best of intentions to be like, I want you to know what people are saying. And I want you to know from an outside view, this is how it looks. Yeah. I don't think, even if I believed you leaked it, if you would have said to me, do you really think I leaked it? I think I would have said, this is how it looks. This, I I think I keep enforcing like, this is how it looks to everyone. Um, Because like once Kyle said that, 
it clearly really upset LVP um, as it would anyone, whether they're guilty or not guilty to have like your best friend of 12 years tell you that she thinks you're capable of doing that. Um, So I feel like she, I think Kyle got a little too defensive. I will say she remained calm. She was never like yelling at her or anything. Oh, it's because she had her Olivia Pope hat for you scandal fans. I need to watch scandal. That's what I kept thinking. (laughs) That's what I kept thinking. Don't watch it past like the first two seasons. But anyways, I was, yeah, Kyle was super, super calm through it all, which I think made Lisa look a little more guilty in my opinion. Um, Regardless if she leaked the article or not, I do feel that Lisa is manipulative and doesn't always own her part in anything. I I wish she would have listened a little bit. Um, and then Ken getting in there, uh, that made me uncomfortable. You posted this to our stories, um, but Kyle was tweeting, and I think she had a really good point. Lisa came to her house and kind of accused Kyle of doing something years ago with Portia, like, in the kitchen, basically. And Mauricio stood there and did not get involved. And Kyle had said, had Mauricio responded the way Ken did I would have never heard the end of it and I think that's a hundred percent true um so I think like right or wrong we need to like talk about the way Ken got in her face I mean his finger was like it was like Lala with her nails trying to poke out Raquel's (laughs) eye (laughs) I mean it was like I felt like given to the climate of today's world it was a poor decision of Ken to get that aggressive no, it was it was in poor taste. He was better off just es- escorting her out and not getting involved in the drama. Um, it, yeah, it was. And I, I read somewhere that they haven't spoken since that fight. Yeah, I don't know how you come back from that. I mean, not only is it just like you have to repair your friendship, but like now Lisa's husband needs to repair the relationship with Kyle. And knowing how Ken is, I just don't see him ever really admitting guilt or fault yeah i don't either so i don't either kind of sad i don't think it is sad ever will be the way they were but um i have to wonder were they really real friends or do they just become friends because of the show well they said 12 years of friendship when did beverly hills premiere um hold on people are going to hear me typing but this is real investigative (laughs) shit um did it premiere in like 2000 wait i'm trying to like think about it was post-college for us yeah i'm thinking like 2010 i don't know why that feels right but i could be wrong um when did let's see I oh love the typing. october 14 2010 wow <laughs> So Woo! good for you. You knew that one. Um, <laughs> so they were friends for three years, apparently, before they started filming, which is still pretty fresh in a friendship. Yeah, it is. Um, so I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I would be super, super sad if Tom Tom ever uh, separated, if their friendship ever went down like LVP and Kyle's, because their friendship is the best. I love And their them. wedding... That was essentially the Tom Tom opening was hilarious. They I were just so love this cute. Too. I mean, and like, I feel like uh, I'm not trying to like break gender norms. So hopefully I don't get backlash for this, but I feel like Sandoval is totally the woman. Like he was like, 
trying to go like he's like thinks of every detail and is like oh my god this is gonna be so amazing but then clearly he's a man because he didn't put freaking gas in the motorcycle like that was like a, in that moment I was like this is a classic guy move think of every detail except the one blaringly obvious thing to do oh my gosh it was so cute and it made me excited about Tom Tom everyone I know we've talked about this before I did go to Tom Tom um listen to our first episode don't judge us because it was our first episode but listen to it to hear our take and we have an instagram highlight talking to you about my experience at tom tom but it's amazing um drinks were really good it was a really great time it was so fun um just like hearing you talk about it so um yeah i think go back definitely watch our stories um but it was like fun just seeing it because they seem to be like so close um, and just seeing it like their success. It was really fun. Just like, I don't know, just watching all their friends celebrate with them too. Yes. What is your take? So this episode, I felt like this week's episode was really, really fun. I love them and being in Mexico. Any of their drunken shenanigans is good, but with the fun came some drunken fights. First being Katie and Schwartz, which Katie was feeling a little bit left out of her relationship. She wasn't feeling the love. Um, and didn't, instead of just saying it, she was being a bit passive aggressive with Schwartz. Yeah. I loved the rage texting. Um, I think the rage texting cracked me. Yeah. It was just like, and I think we've all done that. And you just fire off as many things as you can. And every thought oh, that yeah. comes to mind, it's like, send, send, send. Um, well, especially in public when yeah. you're around like groups of people and you don't want to yell. Oh yeah. But then everyone can see how like aggressively your thumbs are moving. Um, <laughs> I like, I think so. Like, as I was saying a couple weeks ago, I was like, I was almost looking forward to this fight only because it was a real look into like what marriage is like. Um, and I think like their fight was honestly really real. And like, I think any married couple has had moments where they feel where one person feels neglected. The other person feels like they're being spread thin and needs a little more support. So I felt like it resolved pretty quickly, but I thought I, I actually thought it was like a good look into marriage. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I kind of wish that Schwartz didn't say he didn't like the sound of her voice. Yeah. Like personally for me, I think as a, if that, if Kyle said that to me in a fight, I feel like that would derail me. And then I would be like, you don't like the sound of my voice. And I feel like my voice, I would get louder. And, and I feel like I'd bring like, that up yeah. all the time. I'd be like, oh, oh I yeah. don't even know if I should talk right now. Cause you don't like the sound of my voice. Like, oh, for sure. Um, but I'm glad they quickly made up. Yeah. So that, yes. that seemed to resolve itself and they seemed to be good the rest of the trip. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, I, there was a lot of like interesting things that happened, but Ariana kind of came through, um, big in this episode for one, in two ways. Yeah. Two ways. <laughs> one talking to Lala. Um, she's really the only one that I think has confronted Lala in a good way of basically just saying, I've been through a lot of hard stuff too. When like my dad passed away, people were saying things about me, like breaking up Sandoval and Kristen, um, and which we had no idea about no, until this episode. I know. Like in that moment, I was like, Oh my God, like you do really feel for her. Um, but I thought, I mean, I don't know if Lala really took it to heart. Cause I think in many ways she's like, I am who I am and this is how I'm going to respond. But I think it was good for at least to like bring some awareness to Lala. Like you can't keep doing this to people. Oh, most definitely. You really, really can't. Whoa. You there? Yes, I'm here. Hello. (laughs) We are still alive. Um, But yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it was a interesting 
conversation. And I think Lala's response to me makes me feel like she wasn't completely hearing her, but respected her point of view. I just, I think we all just want, we, I think we all have a soft spot for Lala and love Lala and just want her to be nice. Yeah. A little kinder. Yeah. That's all we're asking. Exactly. You can be mad. You can disagree. You can feel all the things you're feeling. Just be nicer about it. Um, but drunk Ariana was like my favorite thing. Like when she was not even making sense, Schwartz, was like, she has her own language, but it's pretty awesome. Oh my gosh. It was incredible. And her hair and the focus. Yeah. She is a focused drunk talker, like straight in the eye. I think I would laugh if I were talking to her in that moment, because I would feel like she's staring at me and saying all these things that you don't know what she's saying, but you feel like you have to like listen to her. Um, it was great. How great was it been like Lala's like, even though I think Lala was pretty drunk, she's looking at Katie like, what the hell are we even doing in this conversation? Yes. I don't, I want to be speaking of Lala and drinking. I want to be sensitive, you know, to anyone dealing with sobriety and going through that own personal journey. But I, I will say as a viewer, it is a little conflicting hearing Lala saying she's trying to be sober and the reasons why she shouldn't be drinking but then in this trip, deciding to drink. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I wonder I'm, if not, I'm not trying to judge. No. I just, I, I'm just hoping she understand. touches that on that in the reunion. Because I'm a little confused as well. Um, and maybe it's that she wanted some time away from alcohol and she thinks she can handle it. Like, I mean, you know, I'm not one to say like, oh, she's an alcoholic. She can't have one drink. Um, For sure. Most definitely. But it is. I agree. Like, I feel like we need a little explanation. Most definitely. So what though? So what's been going on in Atlanta? Oh, we didn't talk about Bo and Stassi's fight. Oh my God, you're right. That was honestly too. And it was like, um, I, my parents divorced when I was in college. So I mean, I was older, but like watching them fight was like worse than the moment my parents told me they were divorcing. Like (laughs) it was like, well, also my parents were like really good friends. It was just kind of like, Oh, we fell out of love. And, but like that, like it was an intense combo with Bo and Stassi. It was an intense combo, and I feel like a lot of things from Stassi, insecurities from her previous relationships were obviously coming out. I I mean, I will say I've been there where, well, not to the extent of what she felt. I've definitely had, drunk me has definitely had moments where, like, when I want to go home, I want my partner to come home with me. I don't want them to stay out late and all that stuff. I, like, just want I'm like, we're unit now (laughs) when I'm done, you're done when, but it's really shouldn't be like that. So I I've been there, but I don't know. It was, it was heartbreaking. And Bo loves her so much. Like, ah, I'm like, that should be enough for you. And I hope she sees that and knows that and feels that, especially after this episode. I think she has, cause she had some different like posts about like, you have FOMO. And she's like, I have like BOMO fear of missing Bo. Like, so, I mean, I think, I think they're getting better, but yeah, it was just hard to watch because I think anyone could see how much he loves her. And like, I don't know. I, I think she was being a little like she was mad because he came home with her because and he, even though he wanted to keep partying and I don't think there's yeah. anything wrong with wanting to still party, even though like, cause she's like, I don't want to be with someone who still wants to go out at 3 AM. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like when you're on a vacation, um, so I don't, I don't know. Like, I think it, had he stayed out with the guys, she would have a reason to be pissed, but he didn't, he came back. So no, I agree with you. I don't think she had any reason to be pissed. I think it's obviously a trigger of some point. Yeah. But, but in Atlanta, um, so Atlanta ended this past Sunday, 
I will say the last two of episodes of Atlanta have picked up in big ways. The episode before, the biggest, the focal point of that episode was about Eva's financial hardship. So a lot of things came out. One of Eva's bridesmaids basically yes. is talking shit on Eva about how her car's been repossessed, her house isn't actually hers, and basically talking about how broke Eva is, a bridesmaid of her, which, hello, ultimate betrayal, is spreading this to all the women. Um, and then eventually it comes out in the episode that Eva had then shared that her ex is abusive and that she has multiple addresses because of that. So um, one of our devoted listeners, Manny, hi, Manny, hi. Uh, wanted us to talk about this. And, you know, I, uh, I think anything that's sensitive, hypersensitive about abuse, I usually err on the side of giving that person a, the benefit of the doubt. I will say, however, if I was dealing with that situation, I don't know that I would be sharing as much as she already shared about it. Yeah. So I could see how people could find it questionable there, but that was a big part of the drama. Um, She also mentioned that she had to move five times because of this baby daddy. And he's also like disowned his daughter. They share a daughter. That's really sad. No, that's, yeah, that's really, really sad. So I don't know what's true or not. I do find it. I do find her finances a little questionable, I don't know. I feel like a lot more is going to come out in the reunion. Um, I kinda, and then the finale. Yeah. Sorry, no, I was going to say, I feel like that's a lot of stuff to cut co- like in one episode. Oh, it's a lot of stuff to cover. So in the finale, uh, it's all about Cynthia versus Nini because of Kenya Moore. So Kenya Moore makes an appearance in this episode at Cynthia Seagram's beach Bellini party, which Seagram's is basically sugar it's like what high schoolers drink yeah. I feel like um but it basically Cynthia and Nini have a major fight because Cynthia has a relationship with Kenya Nini hates Kenya Cynthia had invited Kenya to this party but wasn't sure if she was going to come or not Nini gets mad at Cynthia because she felt like that for someone she talks to a couple times a day that she should have been told that Kenya could have made an appearance so, I mean, on one hand, I do think that Cynthia should invite whoever the hell she wants to a party. On the other hand, if I'm talking to someone, like you and I text all the time, a couple times a day, if I'm texting and talking to someone so often, I think I would maybe say like, hey, just so you know, I don't know if they're coming or not, but this person might be there. Yeah, that, I mean, that seems a little odd. It's almost like you wanted to see a fight, you know, like oh, it, yeah. it felt like that to me, like, and not knowing a ton about the drama in Atlanta. It feels like it was almost staged to make Nini look bad. I'm sure Kenya was coached, like, stay calm. Let her just lose her shit in front of you. Um, but there's also, aren't there rumors that Kenya's going to come back? I don't, I don't know. There's lots of rumors between her and Phaedra. I mean, Nini, I will say, like, I've always, pre- previous Atlanta seasons, I've enjoyed Nini a lot more than I have this season. I think she talks out of both sides of her mouth. Um I know she's going through a lot, but like we said about Lala, I don't think that means you'd be, be a shit person yeah. <laughs> because of it. So I don't know. I feel like a lot's going to come out in the reunion. And there was, um, we do have a post about it on our Instagram page, but there, it does appear that the producers have took a sequence of events uh, that made it seem like that Cynthia and Candy set Nini up, that they knew that Kenya was going to be there. So that's interesting. Yeah. 
I can't wait for this reunion. Yeah. So we, because we're covering so much, all things Atlanta will be handled on our Instagram stories at Real Moms of Bravo. So check it out there. We won't be covering it in the podcast, but we'll talk about it in our stories. Um, yeah, because as you can see, we've already gone over this episode, but we did get a couple requests to cover some things that we think um, are things that we should cover. And we love when you send us requests. So um, always let us know you what you want us to talk about. And nine times out of 10, we're going to talk about it. So we got a request to kind of talk about sort of two things. One is Bravo related and one is, um, I would say mom related, uh, in a current event, which is the whole Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman sort of, um, bribing, paying for their kids to get into college and what, you know, what is our stance on it? And, you know, I think it's hard because as moms and as parents, we really want everything that's best for our kids. We want them to have, I don't want to say the easiest life, but like we want them to avoid things like rejection and feeling like they're not enough. Um, But it's a fine line between wanting the best for your kid and then handing them everything and paying for it. Um, I mean, like, what do you think, V? I know we've talked about this quite a bit. Yeah, no, I I agree with you 100%. I think hard work is earned, not paid. Um, and especially these kids are already privileged. They have wealthy parents. They ha- probably have easy access to a lot of things that a lot of, a lot of other people don't. Uh, so I, I just, I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't, I don't understand why. I think why you would have to pay your $500,000 or whatever the amount was. I, I just don't agree with it. I think it's kind of dumb <laughs> personally, but I do understand, I understand the notion of wanting to do everything for your ch- children but I do think there is such a thing as going too far. And that to me is an instance of going too far. Yeah. Um, do you think they deserve jail time for it? I kind of do. I think that it, it sucks to be the person that's made an example out of, but I think these two and everyone else involved needs to be um, because I'm sure there's a lot more cases of this happening. And I think there needs to be a little fear in people going forward um, not to repeat the actions. So I agree. I think, I don't think they need to be in jail for years, but I think, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, they're probably going to do at max, like what, 72 hours and then, you know, be released. At home permission. Yeah. Or like, like whatever but it is. I, yeah. yeah. I think they need, there needs to be like a strict um, consequence for it because the other thing I think about is, you know, they might've taken someone's spot who didn't have the means financially to, you know, pay themselves, like pay their way into it, but just worked really, really hard uh, and got great grades and was in every club and like, you know, spread themselves so, so thin. So they had this amazing high school resume. And I think like, we need to think about those people that don't get in for people that are more privileged. Um, So I just think, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's something needs to happen. Yes. But the other thing that they, we were asked to talk about, and this is um, a little bit of a lighter topic in a way, and that no one's going to jail, but maybe someone <laughs> is, um, is the Southern Charm premiere. So we just saw a preview of the season, um, and it's, uh, it's pretty intense. It's really intense, and I'm really excited. It comes back May 15th, so mark your calendars, and Trashly... Ugh. makes an appearance which I mean lover well we don't love her but <laughs> hater 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 she has like people um, though in her camp makes... that are like 
hardcore obsessed with her. Oh, vile human beings. Um, but she, <laughs> I maybe I shouldn't have said that because they're gonna come for me now. Spam botted now, but yeah, we are. Oh my gosh, I'm so scared. But I just, she makes good television. She does. Um, and I think the way it ended last time, like I mean, I think everybody, as much as we don't want, like want to admit it, you kind of need her to come back, and we kind of want to see her. Um, I think it's just gonna be interesting again, kind of like New York. It looks like a lot of like pairings are going to shift. Um, and a lot of like weird revelations are going to come out like Whitney and Catherine hooking up. Um, I mean, we knew that they hooked up at the first season, but it you know, sounds like they hooked up recently. Um, we see some people turning on Shep, which might be a preview as to why Shep was getting kicked out for being super drunk at a golf tournament. Uh, I think my favorite part though, is we see cam being kind of drunk, goofy cam. And I think it's kind of like for anyone who has a kid, it's like you get like, you're in like this fog with a newborn, the fog's lifted, but you still have a lot going on. You finally get some sleep and then you're like, yeah, I'm going to go out. I'm going to be me again and I'm going to have some fun. Um, and I like seeing that in her, but what did you think of all the stuff? Oh, I thought it was, it looks really, really good. I like that Naomi's new boyfriend, the doctor is going to be in the episode. So I'm interested to see if he and Craig like interact. We see, um, why am I blanking on her name right now? The new girl? No, the, the girl, Chelsea. Hello. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah. Chelsea yelling at Craig. I'm interested to see more about that and what that's all about. Um, I kind of know Chelsea has a new boyfriend, so I'm curious to see if he'll be at least spoken of. I don't, he doesn't seem like the type that'll be on the air, well, but it looks, it looks really good. He travels a lot. He's like a world surfer or something. Yeah, no, but it looks really good. I'm excited. And I know they have a new person on, so I'm just kind of just excited to see how they shake things up. And then Miss Patricia, what's there not to love? She's great. And I'm hoping, you know, if anything, and we've seen a lot as we've gotten in this Bravo bubble, we know we're more in tuned and in check with a lot of these Bravo celebrities. But I, I really hope that Catherine presents and shows herself and continues to have reasons for people to root for her. Like we are rooting for her. So I, I really hope um, nothing takes away from that. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, and you do see a part of her crying um, and talking about possibly being a single parent. And I have to say, this sounds really bad, but I really had it thought about that from her side I just thought mostly about like how great for her to have full custody of her kids again because he's probably going to go to jail um but I didn't think like it's got to be hard for the person that you at one point in your life loved and he's the father of your children to be to possibly go to be in prison and then I mean she's going to have to do it all on her own I mean and I don't know if she's going to have the help that he was kind of providing through like him having nannies Exactly. She'd better get on those Instagram ads. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a whole other separate podcast episode. But um, well, now we're it's time for our shout out. And B, uh, because my kids always get sick at the wrong time. Ah! I, I know I had to miss going to Kansas City. It was a tough call. But ultimately, I stayed home with a sick kid and a sick husband. Um, so I didn't get to meet Bethany. But tell us all about it. No, Bethany was amazing and exactly what you expect her to be. I go in depth and have a couple of clips on our Instagram page. There is a Bethany highlight. So please check that out if you want to see more and hear some of the things she talked about. 
But I wanted to give you guys a couple of takeaways from that experience. She's like, what you see is what you get with Bethany. She's proportional. I, you know, because she is thin. I was like, I don't know if she's going to be a bobblehead or not. She's not. She looks great. (laughs) She's gorgeous. Um, She's funny. She's quick on her feet. She did meet her boyfriend on the show, like I mentioned earlier, and he was there supporting her, which was really, really cool. Uh, She does mention Ramona and what she said about Dennis and how it's unforgettable and how Ramona has said nasty, nasty things. So she does, she will not be holding back. I feel like in the reunion, she, um, what other fun things did she share? Oh, one of the, and I, Kyle heard this. He was there at the event with me because he loves Bethany too, but I didn't hear this. So (laughs) If I'm wrong, I love that you're not claiming you're like, I don't know. I'm not claiming it because I thought it was so surprising, but he's, he heard at the event that the closest person that Bethany is to on the cast is Dorinda, which I thought was really interesting. And maybe we'll see that play out more as the season progresses, but she is really great. If you ever get a chance to uh, meet her or see her speak, I highly encourage you my meet and greet, I had like a 10, 30 second spiel in my head of all the things I wanted to say. And literally all that came out of my mouth was like, hi, I love you. And it was like, okay, bye. Did like, she it say was anything back? So was short. She's like, oh, thank you. That was it. Like it was nothing. What like, did it, Kyle say it, to her? Nothing. I mean, I literally, you didn't even have time yeah. to think because they were like, you know, ushering you in and out so fast. But regardless, it was a good experience. Wow. So shout out for Bethany, though, for being a boss bitch. Yes. And, uh, you know, everything that she's done in her career, I really respect her. I love that you hesitated on saying bitch. We've dropped, like, the F word and everything. But, like, I know, you really I hesitated know. there. I did. I did. I just want to do Bethany right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that. Well, I mean, we love all of you for listening to us. Um, again, this was a little bit over, but we had some requests to cover some things. And then we had to make up for missing a week. So um, typically we are 30 minutes or less and we will be back to our 30 minute or less format. Um, But if you like listening to us, please, please, please subscribe, leave us a five-star review. We've been getting more of those and it really is exciting. So like when you hit five stars and you think like, we don't care, we get so excited. So please keep doing that. Um, Follow us on Instagram at real moms of Bravo, and we will catch you next week. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are Body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.